We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome back packers fans to the pack a day podcast the thursday edition of the pack a day podcast our crew is back together i am jason perone half of your thursday crew you can find me on Twitter at Jason Perone. I also do the Quick Slants podcast over at Game On Wisconsin. And a big welcome back to the OG Mark Eckel of Packer Report. Only one week missed, and Mark is back in action, back with us. Mark, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, everybody. Um, Packer fans that listened and sent me well well wishes and stuff. I just want to thank everybody for, for thinking of me. And Yeah, I'm back. Whether he, you like it or not, I'm back. He back. He back. We love it. He back, he back, and and ready to go. And you wrote a little bit this week too. I saw. Uh, yeah, I wrote a story uh, that's up now on Packer Report. Yeah, on about Packer the rookies. Yeah, about the rookies, and uh, so once again, we're back in back in our normal normal action here as the Packers prepare to go to Miami on Christmas Day, and we have the defense against Miami's offense. So we got the hmm. we got the heart, we got the short stick, Mark. Yeah, I, we did this weekend. <laughs> or or depending on if if you're looking for content, maybe we got the good stick. I don't know, but it's. There's a lot to there's definitely a lot to uh, a lot to talk about, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna kind of take a little hiatus from weather reports for a while. So I want to give a shout out to all of our regulars who normally send weather and 
Uh, we'll take a little break from that and jump right into with some Packers said, stuff. Though, with that said, James, what is the weather going to be in, in Miami Christmas Day? Oh, you know what? I, How I, hot is it going to be? I didn't, and I actually had one. I want to give Matt Herman a shout-out. He's a new follower of mine, and he said he sent his first-time weather report, and he's actually from Wauwatosa, so he's in he's in Wisconsin. Um, and, of course, you know, poor guy, like, you know, picks, picks uh, this week to send his weather. So just want to give a shout-out to all of our users, Robin, Felix, Harry, all of our all of our regulars that normally send in um, send in their weather. Alex too over in Europe. So it looks like it is a high of fifty six and a fifty percent chance of rain. Oh wow! Could be rainy in Miami on game day. That could that could help the Packers. And fifty six is not that's cold for Miami. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. It doesn't need to get. I mean, I, I was thinking it was going to be seventy five to eighty. Yeah, I'm not a weather expert, but I just, you know, that's... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's jump right in, Mark. So here's the thing that I think to your to your point, and you maybe can can share your thoughts because, you know, you live on the beach, East Coast. You've been in the East Coast your whole life, really. But, yeah. uh, but if it's going to be more humid and cooler, because the one thing you got to worry about, too, is when you're not used to playing in a climate is if they get dehydrated, right? And now right, there's, absolutely. I think there's less, right? Me? Oh, I've always said this. Like people always like through all my years covering, like people, always, oh, you know, Tampa Bay is coming up to Philly and it's going to be cold, or Miami's coming up to Philly and it's going to be cold. Big advantage for the Eagles. Well, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Just like when Green Bay was the obvious big advantage, as cold as it got there. When a, if a dome team came up there, or a warm weather team, but it works the other way too. That no one makes quite the big deal about that. That when a Buffalo or a Green Bay or um, even a Philly or New York team goes to Miami in this, like early in the season or Tampa or, you know, and it's like, you know, 90 degree or Arizona prior to them playing with the dome, you know, that, that, that heat's a factor. Yeah. I remember the Eagles played the Cowboys in Dallas opening day one year and it was like 104. Oh, you mentioned field. that one. Yeah. That that's sounds miserable. And the Eagles actually won and they, it was all about this. They, everybody talked. They, they still call it the uh, pickle juice game because it, Eagles apparently drank pickle juice all week to, to, to get hydrated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it. Um, it works both ways. It really does. So 56, though, that's that's not that's not crazy at all. That's cool. Right. Well, the Packers rain, need. I mean, geez. if we're being honest, just it just face value. The Packers need as much of an advantage as they can possibly get in this game because Miami is, although they've lost three in a row, and they're going to be coming. They're going to be coming for after. I mean, they've got good. A, That's a good. Yeah, they lost. They did lose three in a row, but they lost. They gave the Bills, who might be the, probably the second best team in football, if not the. I mean, they could be the best team in football, and they gave them a hell of a game. They lost by three at the buzzer, right? I mean, that's right. that's not a terrible loss. They lost to the Chargers, who were talented as hell, but they just don't always play like it. And who was their third loss to? I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I I know that they're gonna they're gonna be they've got to stop the bleeding and they've got to figure it out and win this because there's they 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 don't want to get behind divisionally or um, they're it, yeah Miami's fighting for a playoff berth right now right I mean they're they're in right now but if they lose and other teams win they could be on the outside looking in so yeah this is it, obviously it's a must win for any playoff chance the Packers have I think it is for both teams Miami's eight but and it's six Green Bay six and eight for Miami yeah yeah. So because they've lost those three in a row, they were they were gliding along until they hit that little bump there where they lost, you know, where they lost three in a row. So Miami's, and Miami's like Miami's talented. That's a, this is a very talented 
um, especially off, we're going to look at focus on Miami's offense. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Waddle and Hill, I think. Now, you, I know Philly people might argue with me and a couple other teams. I think they're the best duo of wide receivers in the league. Definitely one of the fastest. A lot of speed. Oh, yeah, no doubt they're the fastest. Yeah. But they're both good. I mean, they're, they're, they're not just, you know, two speed guys. They could, they, they could, they could catch too. I mean, it's not like it's MVS, you know, who had a ton of speed, but you know, wasn't the greatest. He was good, good, good receiver in the Packers. You know, he had good games for Packers, but these guys are, I mean, Tyree kills monster and, and Jalen Waddle, a second year guy. I mean, he's, they're both really good. The tight end's pretty good. They don't use him a lot because they, because of Waddle and, and, and Hill, but he's, he's a good player. Um, and they have a running back that Packer fans know all too well. Mr. Raheem Mostert. Yep. Raheem Mostert, who was listed on the injury report on Wednesday, but that was for injury, uh, veteran rest, non-injury related. So yeah, I mean, he's, and, he's playing. And, and, and Mostert warmed up for the Packers by running for 130-some yards against Buffalo last week. So. Yeah, pretty good game. <laughs> Pretty good showing. I mean, there's there's a lot of speed. I mean, I think that's the headline is is speed kills, and the and the Dolphins have a lot of it with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, or and yeah, Jalen Waddle, and we'll we'll get into some of the specifics. But uh, I don't know if you might already know this, Mark. Do, do you know what the line is for the game? It's falling every day. It's down to like three and a half some places. It's it's it says four right now. I've seen. I, I well, it, it opened at whatever, and then it went up. It went up to like six. Mm-hmm. Now it's down. I, I, I've, I've seen four of some, but I've seen some places where it's down to three and a half. Which... And you get three for being at home. So that's interesting. Yeah. Is there something we don't know about? Miami, I don't, uh... Well, I don't, I don't know. So Teron Armstead didn't practice on Wednesday. He's the left tackle. If he's okay. not going to play, then that's obviously important to note. It's a big loss, but still. I, important to note. I mean, I think that. Two was playing, right? He is, yeah. He's he's fine. They're pretty good when when he plays. And they have more. Yeah, I think they have more question marks on on the defensive side of the ball. Like their safeties oh, are safeties are beat up a little <laughs> bit. Javon Holland didn't practice. He's got a neck injury, so he the free safety. So if he can't go, then it, it's it's you're looking at you know it says Verone McKinley, but I I don't know who they would shift around in there. So, but I mean, on the offensive side of things. The 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 bit I think the headline here for me is I keep saying headline, but it's. Miami, had, they're at home. It's Christmas. They cannot afford to lose no. this game. And Green Bay can't afford it either. But I think Miami can can rise up between coaching and game plan and their roster. I think they have the ability to rise up more than can Green Bay, even if Green Bay plays above average. And on the on the offensive side, I just... What do you do? Do you put this is one of those things where Joe Barry really cannot screw this up. I mean, well, then he's going to. Do you well, so I was my question is, do you put Jair on Tyreek and hope you can survive Waddle or do you go with with Jair on Waddle and hope you can zone Tyreek out? Like what do you do? Well, the first thing I do is pray. I, and I like Russell Douglas. I know he's he's made some mistakes this year, but I still think he's a very good cornerback. He's tough, he's physical. He makes plays. He had an inter- I mean, he did. He had, had a bonehead lateral, but he made an intercept. He, he, you know, he gets his hands on the ball. But Rosal's biggest limitation, and it's been that way from the time he was drafted out of West Virginia, and it's why I think he's going to become a very good safety in this league. He's not that fast. He's just he's as average, you know, average speed basically, especially for a corner. 
he can't run with either one of those guys. Mm-hmm. So no. I might I might do this. And I, again, Joe Barry's going to do whatever Joe Barry does. And I might somehow find a way to put Keyshawn Nixon outside um, against Waddle and or Hill with, with, with Jair. I mean, you can, they're both very good. So it doesn't matter. I don't know. Like, I don't even know who's one. I guess Hill's one and Waddle's one a, but they're, I mean, they're both good and they're both fast. So Nixon can at least run with either one of those guys more so than, than Razul could. I would match up Razul on the tight end who I think is very good. Mm-hmm. Like Jacecki. Mm-hmm. I think he's a very good tight end. That could really, you know, Packers have been hurt by by good tight ends in the past, and then that would allow the linebackers to do more, you know, box stuff so they don't have to be in coverage and help stop the run. Because as we said, they have Raheem Mostert, who, you know, had his breakout career game against the Packers in the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago, and is coming, like I said, coming off a big big game against. The Buffalo Bills. I mean, this 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 Steve Miami's offense against Joe Barry is not a good matchup for the Packers. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. No, this will be the game that gets Barry fired. <laughs> well, you know, for those and and I don't, I'm not in this camp. But for those that really want that to happen, then this week, you know, you might you might be looking forward to potentially things happening the way we think they're going to happen. I mean, if we're being realistic, we have pointed to the Packers struggling in this game because of the matchup for a long time. It's not just now or what's happened because they, they beat the Rams. Say what you will about the Rams. They're not very good this year and they had a lot of players out. So from a, from a a, a strength of opponent, it was not an impressive win, but for a team that was five and eight coming in and that's still has a chance to, make something of their season and couldn't afford to lose. And they've lost plenty of stupid games this year. They didn't lose and they, and they could have put up over 30 points again. So if they wanted to, there's, there's a positive. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they did. They knelt it down at the end. I I, I thought it was a classy move by LaFleur not to run it up. Right. Well, it's because it's his friend across the way, Sean McVay, and he doesn't like beating his friends. And so, and, and unfortunately, if you're looking for Mike McDaniel is a friend of Matt Matt LaFleur's. Yeah. I mean, he, McDaniel has some really nice things to say about Matt LaFleur. In fact, he called him one of the the best or nicest guys in the NFL and LaFleur really helped McDaniel's career at one point. So here we are again. He got him back in the league. He was fired. Mm -hmm. They were, they were together in Houston, I believe. Mm -hmm. And McDaniel got fired for whatever. And, um, when Lafleur was in Washington, he he put the, he put the word. I think it was Washington. Um, he put the word in to hey. I, I guess they were looking for an offensive assistant, and he put the word in for him, and that's what helped him. That's what got him hired back into the league. And now look, he's a head coach of a team that might be going that will probably be going to the playoffs. Yeah. So oh, that, yeah, it tells you that Matt, it tells you a lot about Matt Lafleur too. I mean, we've criticized some of his moves this year and everything, but he's had a you know he's, his first three years were incredible for his first three years. Um, it seems like, he, but he's a pretty good guy too. Well, don't forget, I was critical of him. And I, uh, during the five game losing streak, I said, I, I, I am still waiting for Matt LaFleur to take the reins and get a hold of this team and try to fix something. Stop the bleeding a little bit. Well, now that they have won what three of their last four games or, or three of their last five, three of their last five, cause they lost to Too Philly well. and, and Tennessee. That's okay. I mean, I, I, I don't hate it. The guys are still playing for him. They're trying. The effort is still there. And it's clear that they want to try to make the playoffs or try to make something of the season. It might not work out. Like you said, your worst case scenario might end up playing out where the Packers went out and they still don't get in because 
the help doesn't come through. But well, I th- think no, I'm, I I've changed my mind on that after after what's happened the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. If they went out, they're getting in. Well, there's more more of a chance than I, and I'll tell you why because I don't. Do you think Seattle's going to beat Kansas City? I don't. Um, no, Seattle's going to get Seattle's done. That team's they they that those that's that mirror broke. In the they had a couple of Gino nice. Smith's going to turn back into team. I agree with remember, you. Remember when Geno said everybody wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Well, he's writing back now. He's writing back now. Well, they had a couple nice moments, but yeah, they're they're done with yeah, and they're done. yeah, they're they they're, Carolina for Christ's sake. Yeah, they're with well, thank God. And they're they're done with. So they lost to Carolina. They've got Kansas City. That's that's not going to work out well for them. No, they're going to get crushed by Kansas City. And I would like to think that I I think the I think the way that Washington schedule sets up right here, I think they easily lose two of those three, and maybe all three. But who knows? No, they're, they're going to get crushed by San Francisco this week. Yes. Yeah. I think the Packers get all the help they want this week. I think I think Seattle loses. I think Washington loses, and I think the Giants lose. The Giants, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little less I'm a little less uh, confident about the Giants only because if it, the, the good well Dallas losing actually helps Green Bay because now they're going to have to play it out they can't yes. rest guys and sit right because that's the one thing that worries me is is guys resting and then of course your old team the Eagles have have got a little bit of a quandary with with I mean they're not they're they're going to the playoffs I mean they're not going right. to miss out but with Hurts now in the shoulder. It sounds like Minshew's going to start and play. So for anything they were supposed to do to help anything, it doesn't look as it doesn't look the same. But they're playing the Cowboys. So I don't that 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 really doesn't affect the Packers either way. The the four teams the Packers got to worry about are Seattle. The four teams they, they're trying to climb are Seattle, the Giants, the Red, the Washington, and uh, the Lions of all mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, the Lions are at the themselves. Lions are on the road at Carolina. So can Carolina stack another win? Well, I'll tell you this. The Lions only two and a half. The Lions are favored as a, as a road favorite, but that tells me that the, people, the Vegas thinks Carolina has a – it's not a good thing, you know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't – I think the Lions win that game, but I'm not – I mean, the Lions are due for – they played very well. They take nothing away from that team. Since they beat the Packers, they've been on a roll. And um, their yeah. only loss is a Thanksgiving day to Buffalo where they played very well. But they're they might be due for a clunker, right? I mean, they're on the road, second straight road game. I don't know. Um, they're playing pretty hot. I mean, I I no, they're I, playing great. They're I'm not going to gush over. I don't want to ever gush over division opponent because I don't love any of them that much. But if there is one of the three that I can say, hey, okay, that's it's entertaining, and I, I'm I'm kind of here for the chaos. It's Detroit because yeah, Dan 100%. Campbell. I like Dan Campbell. I mean, oh, how do you not like him? Right? I mean, yeah. If he was if he was Green Bay's coach. Like Dan Campbell is is if there was some of the things I question about Matt Lafleur and he ha, he's fine I'm I'm off I'm on the bandwagon and I'm I'm behind Matt Lafleur 100 percent and I want him to be the coach of the Packers for the record ongoing here regardless of even if they lose out like I still think this team is playing for him and he's got a good grip on things and they'll make some tweaks or whatever like that but Dan Campbell leaves no question about those intangibles that you really like to see from your head coach like the fire the passion he loves his players the players love him back like. That whole thing is is there's there's no doubt about it. But I'm also a little bit of an old school football guy, and I love those piss and vinegar types and those that personality kind of kind of takes to me. And as I'm yeah, as I'm, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm kind of happy. I mean, in a year where the Packers haven't been up to their standards, um, I'm kind of happy for the for the Detroit Lions. They've been and their fans. I mean, they've been through the war. I mean, my God, they're are they the worst? I mean, have have they had the worst? success level of any team in the league maybe i mean well they're the oldest team that's had the worst success level yeah i can tell you that much i mean yeah 
they haven't been. I mean, even when they make the play, they haven't won a playoff game since '90, right? Yeah. Which I was at, by the way. Yeah, they they went well. You know, uh, they went about ten years ago. I remember it was. I think it was 2011 or 2012. Actually, I think it was tw- the 2011 season. And they made the playoffs, and they got beat by the Cowboys. But there was some controversy at the end. Oh, I think there was a call went against. I think there was a yeah. They either got called for PI or they didn't get a PI call. Oh, it was terrible. There was yeah. two. There was two back to back calls that killed them. Yeah, that's why when the, when the Cowboys fans cry about, oh, Des caught the ball. That was a bit. Well, you shouldn't even been in the game. The Packers should have been playing the Lions. Oh God, what a disaster! And by the way, Des dropped it. De- Des, well, according to the rule, he did. He dropped it. According to the rule, he did. And before we before we forget, Mark, uh, because I don't think we've we've gone over it real quickly. But on the Packers side, we talked about the the Dolphins. On the Packers side, injury wise, really they they were fortunate to come out of the game against the Rams pretty healthy. Rudy Ford limited with a wrist and his knee, but I think he's he'll he'll play. Kayshawn Nixon had a had a groin. So. To your Kayshawn Nixon point, what I was going to say was, is, is do you, because you, you, if you play him like that, you risk having to, to find another solution at kick return, unless he can, unless he's literally that, that, you know, robot android and he can just do it all. Well, I mean, guys have done, I mean, again, I'm, yeah, Dion, but Dion's like wired different, you know? (laughs) I'm not saying, well, Dion's Dion, but I mean, I've seen Lito Shepard for the Eagles. I'm I'm going back a little bit, but he was their starting corner, their their number one corner. And he and he returned punts. Um, I mean, there, there's been guys that. It, listen, I hope he has to return punts because that means, to be honest, I don't think Miami's going to punt a whole lot in this game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's true. Well, in kickoffs too, because they might score a lot. (laughs) They might go out of the end zone anyway. So yeah, well, if they're smart, I got to worry about. Listen, he's been a he's been a godsend as a return guy, but I got to worry about Hill and Waddle more than I got to worry about bringing back a couple punts or kicks during the game. Correct. Yeah. No defense. And and here's my here's my take on. I don't think the Packers can stop. I don't think the Packers defense as presently coordinated. And without Rashawn Gary, 
and without Eric Stokes, who wasn't having a great year, but, he's but, he, can, fast. but he can still run. Yeah, he he could still run. So without those two, their best pass rusher, and a, and their fastest corner, it's going to be their hands are really full. But I think the only way, first of all, and I know we're, we're talking about the Packers defense, but their best defense is going to be their offense. They have to hold the ball. Yeah, they have to have you know seven, eight minute drives. They had two six, one seven, and one nine minute drive to end the game against the Rams. But these That's are not what the they Rams. Need. They can't have three and outs. Right. They can't. Every three and out is like a is, is like a a dagger. You know. I mean, it's they they just can't. They can't just keep putting Miami's offense back on the field because, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't know the game plan. To, to I mean, if if they even if they shut down. If they do whatever they, they can in coverage and and Waddle and Hill, the tight end's going to hurt them. The running back's going to hurt them. I mean, they just – Miami, you know, or, they you know, and then this could happen. Miami beats themselves. Yes. Tua Mistakes. Has, you know, if they, they somehow get some pressure on, on, on Tua. And, you know, I like Tua. I, I like Tua more than most people do. But um, he can – He's had his bad games. He's it's not like he's a kind of guy that doesn't make mistakes. Um, right. He, he, I mean, he's been very good. But if you can pressure him and force him into some bad throws, and you know Douglas gets one or Jair gets one, and a linebacker, whatever. I mean, that's that's to me that's the only way to. The Packers are not going to shut Miami down. They're not going to. I can't imagine. I just don't see this this defense, as I said, is presently coordinated, shutting down the Miami Dolphins' offense like holding them to, you know, 200 total yards or something stupid like that. No, I don't see it. No, they're going to so get I it. think they have to hold the ball, keep Miami's offense on the sideline, and then when Miami does have the ball, just hope Miami makes them the crucial mistake here and there. And well, then the other thing, and I can't believe I'm saying this, of one area where the Packers have an edge is special teams. Well, they've, they've improved. You're, they've you're improved. Right? They've improved, so. What's that? They've improved. Oh, they're good now. I mean, they're actually, they're actually almost good. Yeah, they've gotten they've and gotten Miami's better. Teams is not good. Right. Well, so that's the other thing too. Is Miami defensively they are they're not like you know they're not the scariest. They have good players, but they're they're not the scariest. So I think there's opportunities for Green Bay to move the ball. But what I don't want to see is some early miscommunication or misfires. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had that terrible interception on the throw to Lazard, yeah, something really. like that, where when we've seen turnovers and things not go their way, they kind of go into a lull for a part of the game. They can't afford that in this oh, and no, they, no, against Miami. Right. Like you said, if it's a couple three and outs or anything like that, like you're just giving a game away at that point. Yeah. If, if you do that, so a turnover is even worse than a three. The Packers cannot under any circumstances lose a turnover battle in this right. game or they're done. Right. Then it's a blow. If if the Packers turn it over twice and Miami doesn't turn it over at all, this game's a blowout. It's yeah, it'll be a it'll be a blowout unless there's some anomaly or like you said, huge mistake by by the Dolphins that. And That's I don't it, know how, if they don't turn it over, then they're, they're not. I don't, yeah, I was going to say I don't know how you do it. I mean, you know, unless you you block a kick or something, I don't know. But just yeah, it's 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 going to be a. This is the toughest, and and I think do you agree with with me? This is the toughest game left on the schedule. Oh, but that would have had it down. First of all, it's on the road as opposed to being at home. And Miami's good. Miami's a good team. I think yeah. they're better than Minnesota. And Minnesota is obviously the division winner, and they're, they're going to be the two or three seed in the playoffs. And the Lions, we said, are, are hot and they're playing well. But don't, again, and I, I'm, I'm like I'm like a kind of a trend guy a little bit, just like we were talking earlier about 
you know, a team going down to Miami and it's hot out, although it won't be that hot. You know, dome teams coming outside late in the year. I kind of like the home team in those games. Mm-hmm. If the Packers can win this game, and it, <laughs> if they can win this game, then whew, who knows what happens after that. I well, just don't think they can win this game. I actually think, honestly, I, I think Detroit worries me more than Minnesota does if they get past Miami, the way they're playing. I agree. Minnesota's still going to be good. I I still think overall, all three of the teams that are left are better, on, at least on paper, than the Packers are. So they're going to, this is this would be, if they went out, regardless of what it gets them, this is going to be a, a very, you know, it'll be a memorable stretch of games to end out this season because they, you know, they stood up, they rose up and had to, had to, with their back against the wall, they had to persevere. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the year, your last year covering the Eagles, they started their run the table in Philly. Yes, it did. My, my last year? That wasn't my last year, was it? Uh, well, that was the 2016. Tw- that was 2016. That was run it was, the table. You're right. Then, then it was my last year. That was run the table. So They're coming they, on a, on a Monday night. On a Monday on a Monday night, and that was not a game that I thought was that the Packers were easily were, were going to win. I think they played well, and Carson Wentz was a QB in Philly for that one, and and they had they made some mistakes. But this this will be this this is something where and I, I you know I I guess we haven't talked about it too much, and I'm getting away a little bit away from defense right now. But I think you know with with the big picture, that's what people want to talk about or hear about is. If you're looking into the future, right? Not not every player on this team right now is going to be here next year, but there are some young players who are that are going to take what happens over this next month with them through the spring and summer, and then coming back in in year two. I'm talking about Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, JJ Anikbare, for example, like some of those young guys who have, yeah, you know, uh, Zach Tom, Zach Tom, Devontae Wyatt. I do think that there's something to be said about them being confident, saying, hey, you know what? We kind of brain farted through the middle of the season. And so let's let's go. Like, you know, we, we got to focus. We got to get ready. I've been through a year of the NFL. Now I understand how to prep, how to study, how to work out, all that kind of stuff. And I think there's, there's a big gain to be had there. So I'm going to be carefully watching, not Joe Barry, but – I, more, more Matt Lafleur because I'm of I'm of the belief that Joe Barry's time is limited in Green Bay, and and oh, I don't really know how much that's tied to the results of this season, short of a championship. Which is, you know, if that happens, and something else really weird happened outside of Green Bay, but <laughs> yeah. but Packers will win a championship, and Barry will get a head coaching job somewhere. That well, and, and if he if he does, I hope it's in Chicago or somewhere <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, I I think there's there's a lot to be gained here, and the Packers are not going to be short on effort, but we've also seen them come into games where they had to win and, and they've got the obvious, the, the, the talent skills, all that stuff on the roster. And then they just don't play well. I mean, I, I can use the 40, the 49ers in 2019 as an example, the Tampa NFC championship game in 20, obviously against the Niners last year. Like they have, they've been in situations like this where you feel good going in about the game and how they're playing and the prep and they're saying all the right things and everyone's energy looks good on, uh, you know, in the, in the media availability and during the press conferences and then they get on the field and it's just, it's like they haven't practiced at all, all week. So I mean, let's be honest with ourselves too now. All right. They're, they won two in a row to get to six and eight. All right. Which is nice. Better than losing to me, but they beat the two worst teams in the NFC. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, but the, yeah, and and at least they finally improved enough to be able to do that. <laughs> well, well, so yeah, they're they're not the worst team in the NFC. Not right? anymore. They were, but they beat the. I mean, they beat the Bears, who were 
god awful. I don't care what anybody says. The Bears are still god awful. Yeah, they're not good. And they and they had to come from behind to do that. Yeah. And then they beat the Rams, who might now know, be worse. It wasn't even the Rams. It was the Rams JV team. Yeah. I mean, there was no Cooper Cup. There was no Matthew Stafford. There was no Aaron Donald. There was a, a practice squad full offensive linemen full that were on all practice squad guys at one time. I think. You know. I, Yes, they won, and I'm happy they won. I'm good. They better than losing that team like that, obviously. But I can't get too excited about beating the Bears and the Rams. I really can't. Well, I was. I talked about this on Packaday. Better than losing to them. No, like I said, better than losing to them. But well, I I did the Packaday post game with Jake Westendorf, and and he asked me that same question about going into Miami and how are you feeling, and I said, well, I don't feel differently about the game because it's still the same players and the same team and roster, and I I'm I'm not foolish enough to think that. The Packers just beat the Chiefs, but right. it it at least means it still means something. Yeah, it still it it still at least means something. And so, <clears throat> what what I guess we'll find out is how much does it mean, and, and what does that meaning translate to on the field? I think well, guys right, like I think I think guys like Rasul, Jair, Kayshawn, it's it tends to kind of be feast or famine. I mean, they have a really good game and they start getting a little, you know, little arrogant, little cocky, little arrogant, like that can benefit your defense, but it can also go the other way. If, if all of a sudden like Tyreek is, is torching them and, and the defense and, and the defense isn't being called well, or they're not executing or the safeties aren't getting the job done on the back end and that kind of stuff. I could, I can, I can also see them kind of shutting down a little bit and just being like, Hey, we're sunk. Forget it. It's like, no, yeah, I'm with- this game is yeah. This game means a lot, not just for p- potential playoffs and stuff, but like for everything that you just said. Where are they? You know, because I, I again beating the beating the Bears and Rams. It's better than losing to the Bears and Rams, mm-hmm. but it's, it's 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 nothing that I could say. Oh, yeah, they be hey, they beat the Bears. You know, they, I mean, everybody beats the Bears, and everybody's been beating the Rams. So it's not like they did anything out of the and they were favored in both games, right? So. That's well and good, but now let's see if they can go and beat a team that's pretty good on the road and pull an upset out because Miami's favorite. So um, that would be impressive. And then whatever happens after that, we then we let we let Vince Lombardi figure it out. Right. Yeah. Let 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 the spirits do what they do because if you if you look at the at the whole season, the only quality win they have is against Dallas. If you look at the the strength of opponent, so. You know, because yeah, Tampa we thought was a good win, but it really isn't. At the time it was, but and they're still leading the division. But they have underachieved badly, and they they just had a really bad loss at at home to the Bengals. The yeah. Patriots had Bailey Zappi leading them, and they had to go to overtime there. So the Packers have been surviving some games, but they're they're they haven't they haven't been great. But I did like the the two receivers coming back, and I was going to say is yeah. is it's kind of our way of sneaking into the offensive conversation is. It is that is part of what helps the defense because in a game where even if it's not going to be that hot, it's still a different climate. You know, you don't I don't want your defense to be gassed because against an offense like that, uh, all it takes is is a tired secondary, and you're getting burned. Yes, and and it's and the and the pass rush. I mean, at this point, Preston had a decent game, but again, Miami. If Armstead plays and Miami's got a, a much better uh, opportunity to protect Tua than they would otherwise. I mean, Kingsley and Igbari has made some plays and he's yeah. been okay. In fact, I can't remember if it was him that batted the ball down. Yes. I think that was him. So yes, I like some of the things that I'm seeing from him. 
But he and Preston Smith aren't really scaring anybody. They can have a good game. They're both very good, but they're not necessarily scaring anybody. And I'll ask you for the, I feel like the billionth time, because we've asked this question the last two or three shows that you and I have done together. But here we are with three games left. And Devontae Wyatt is still doing some pretty decent things when he's on the field. So play, yes, where play are his snaps? More, please. Now you play, now the Rams only had the ball for 40 something snaps last week. So he played nine, I think it was 45. He played nine out of 45, which is 20%. Um, but he made plays. He should be that playing one half. Series, when it was still a game, he dominated. He had half a sack, which I would, I mean, I don't even know what a half a sack is, but um, he, he, you know, he, he made a play under against the run. He played very well in the limited, the nine snaps that he had last week. Um, Playing more like just why? Why I don't need to see any more Dean Lowry. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to see a, more than more than I need to see of, of Jaron Reed. Play Wyatt. I mean, you, you drafted him for a reason. When you played him, he's looked like oh, this is why they drafted him. Right. Get him out there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, every rookie. That, that that's the story I I, I wrote. I'll, I'll save you from asking me later. The story that I have up on Packer Report now is about the the class of twenty two. Really, really came out Monday night. That was their coming out party. I mean, Watson had a good game. Dobbs had a good game. Walker had a great game. Uh, Wyatt played well in the limited role. And Gabari had a, played well. Zach Tom played well. That's six rookies that really played well. Mm-hmm. And I think if you play listen, quality of the opponent the or not. Played, played a bunch of special teams plays. I didn't notice him doing anything wrong. If you play well. Regardless of who you're playing against, it counts. It doesn't matter whether it's a good, a quote unquote, good well, team I mean, or not. The Rams are still a professional team. I mean, they're not yeah, a good one. But exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so I mean, think? I guess, I guess, as far as as far as this one goes here, I mean, there's, there's, and it's weird when you're previewing an AFC NFC matchup because you don't see these teams very often, and we don't know exactly what it is that they're going to do. And it's, it's also unique in that the Dolphins aren't coming in full of themselves. They're coming in pissed off because they've lost three right. in a row, and they're like, listen, we got to get our we got to get our you-know-what together. And so McDaniel is is going to have a lot to, to game plan. But, yeah, I mean, the tight ends. I mean, Tyler Higby catches the touchdown, you know, the the one that they scored. Of course, mm-hmm. he finds a an opening in the zone. Tight ends have been just kryptonite for the Packers. And I, I think that's been a rinse-and-repeat story for the past decade with the inside linebackers that they had who were big guys, run stoppers, but they just never figured out how to stop the tight ends. That could be a problem running the football. We all know the Packers have problems there. Mostert's not a bad running back. He's had his good days against the the Packers before. We all remember that in his in his time in San Francisco. So I guess to put a bow on it, how do we feel about how this one's going to go? I mean, you you said I guess the question I wanted to ask you earlier too was the way that you think that this game is going to be coordinated or coached. What are you expecting Joe Barry to do? Not what do you think he should do. What are you expecting him to do? I don't know. What do I expect him to do? I expect him to play way off soft zones to try to take away the deep ball, and Mostert's going to kill him, and he'll go with the two-man front, and Mostert will, you know, will run for 100-plus yards. The tight end will kill him over the middle, and even with the soft zones, Hill and or Waddle will, will, will make a big play as well. Mm-hmm. That's my, and I'm, I, hate, I hope I'm wrong on all that. But I just, that's what I see coming. 
Yeah, I think so too. I I actually said I said at the beginning of the show here too. I think I think we're probably going to find out pretty early in this game how difficult it's going to be because I think Miami's going to look they're going to look to build a lead and and try to control the clock, run the ball, and do the same thing we want the Packers to do to keep the offense off this off the field because the offense is the Packers' strength. Not their their game, their, yeah. their defense doesn't scare anybody. If you can get if you here's the deal if you can if you can keep Green Bay's defense on the field for you know, 10 or more plays, I'll bet you statistically, if you look it up this season, there's probably an extremely high percentage of those drives ending in touchdowns. So, oh, yeah. so that's, so that's what I, what I think is going to end up happening. It's just, it, they're very speedy. You, you know, well, you, you, you get the hands in the ball of like a Tyreek, even on bubble screens and things like that. He's really shifty and can run around. And if you've got your, if you're blocking his sound, see, I, 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 I disagree with you a little bit there. I don't think Miami's going to, I think Miami wants to come out and and score and and score a knockout. I think they're going to come out and and go deep to Hill and go deep to Waddle, thinking we can beat the second. You know, we can we can do this. Um, and they and, and we'll see if they do or not. But yeah, I don't I don't think Miami's looking to grind this game out. I think they're coming out. They're not looking to 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 win on on a u- unanimous de- decision. They're they're looking for an early knockout. Right. No, I agree. I agree. They'll 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 want to get up early, and you take those yeah. points, however and, faster and then, or however it comes. Get up fourteen three, and then give Mostert you know thirty carries and let them and, and let them you know win twenty one to three or something. But yeah, Miami wants this to be a shootout. I mm-hmm. think I, I could be wrong. Like I said, I don't see Miami enough, but it looks like Miami likes to play shootouts. Mm-hmm. Here's a here's a stat for you, or an interesting note for you. The over under you asked about the points, but the over under is forty nine, which is the highest number of the week. Mm-hmm. So that tells you something, I think, right? Yeah, that's like a 27, 24, right 24, 24, 23 ish, something like that. A little that. higher than that, even. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, so they're, Vegas expects, expects points to be scored in this one. Mm-hmm. So what's your score? Well, I don't know. I, I'm gonna. I can't pick the Packers in this one because I just my head doesn't allow it. My heart wants it to happen, and I don't. I think it can, but I. I don't know. I just. I just think Miami. Miami wins this one, and I think. I don't think it's. It. You know, it might end up being close. If it is, it'll be because Green Bay maybe scores a late touchdown. But I'm seeing something like a 31-21. Oh my God, that's my score. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing like 31-21 because really? I, I I think that I mean I think Green Bay will will, will score some points and they'll get on the board, yeah, but it's the adjustments and all that other kind of stuff. I just I just think and it's and it's really like it's a bummer for me, but I keep finding myself giving the coaching advantage to the other guys and they're at home, and that's where I think that's where I think this this one could unravel. So are you you're 31 as well? Yeah, I wrote that down before we before we started the broadcast. I was letting me pick a score now, so I'm before. Before Jason asked me, I wrote down thirty-one twenty-one, which is just barely over the over. Right. You know? Yeah, I just think this was a game when I, you know, before the season started, a lot happens that, that changes your opinion on things during the course of a, of a now seventeen-game season. But I had to, you know, I had to, we both had the Packers doing much better this year than they are. Obviously, uh, I had them at like I think twelve wins, but this was one of my five losses. When I went over, you know, win, lose, whatever, how, and I hate doing that, but we all do it. This was one of my losses. Right. I just thought going to Miami this time of year, and I thought Miami, I had Miami making a play. I had Miami as a wild card team this year, so so I thought, you know, I thought this was this. But yeah, this was um, this was not a game I was high on when I thought the Packers were going to be good. 
Yeah, same so, thing for me. But I also thought by now it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt their season. Like they can afford right. it. That's an AFC would, team. Yeah, it's exactly. late in the season, but they'll already have eleven wins by then, and it'll be yes, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I figured Miami would need it more. Like I thought at this point the Packers would have the NFC North, you know, pretty well in hand, whereas Miami would be battling, you know, which they are, but battling like Baltimore and and whoever the Chargers and whoever else for those wild card spots and would really need it, and they'd be home and you know. Hill and Waddle would cause problems. and um, So, yeah, and I still think all that, but except the fact that the Packers also need it more. So, I, I, I think, I hope it's going to be a good game. I don't, but I, again, and then I, I the Packers win. We're going to be, it's going to be an interesting final two games. But. Well, in the NFL, I think things tend to work out the way that they're supposed to based on how the teams are playing. So, I, at this moment, with three games to go and it can change. Right now, I hate to say it, because they're both division opponents, but the Vikings and the Lions both deserve to be in the postseason more than Green Bay does right now. So they're going to. The Vikings ha- are going to be in. There's Green Bay's Green Bay, yeah. Green Bay is going to have to. They're going to have to flip the script or do something special, and so that's what it's come down to. Is yeah, you have to go down and win a game. You're that's that that's tough and looks like it's going to be difficult. And then listen, don't look too far because if they if they beat so let's say they beat the dolphins right now on you know as we record this on Wednesday night you know Thursday for those listening to the show they beat the dolphins what is that going to mean to you maybe maybe it's it depends on how the game plays out but what is that going to mean to you going into the Minnesota game oh i'll be uh, then i'll say they're going to beat minnesota i mean i'm telling you i think if they beat the dolphins i'm going to say this if they beat the dolphins i believe they'll make the playoffs i really do you think I they'll think win out yeah i do i think like I said earlier, a dome team coming outside, I always like that angle. I think the conf- you were about confidence and beating the Bears and Rams and putting things together. Well, if they go down and beat a good Dolphin team on the road, yeah, the Vikings are, are, are struggling. I mean, they're, I don't even know what that team is. I, I don't. That's the weirdest team I've ever seen. So, And then the last game of the year, now let's say, and it could come down to this. Again, that's, we're, we're playing you know, best cases and, and, and very optimistic. But if they beat Miami and Minnesota, and now they're playing the Lions the last game of the year. That could be a winner makes the playoffs, the loser doesn't game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Very well could. Yes. I, mean, I, I think it might be, if, if, as a matter of fact. I, like I said, I think Seattle's done. I think Washington could be done. Uh, so the Giants might be in if they can beat the Colts. I mean, there could be a scenario where, where both the Lions and Packers both get in. Mm-hmm. If the Giants completely fall apart um, and Washington completely. If both of them completely fall apart, which is not un, not Plausible. terribly un, unlikely. Yeah. Um, but anyway... If the Detroit Lions are playing the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field in the final game of the season, and the winner gets in and the loser goes home, I kind—I think I kind of gotta like the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers against the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff. Yeah, that's where. I mean, listen, that's Joe Barry's. Like you empty, you empty the cupboard in that game. You whatever extra special whatever it is you have you. You better because this this is probably going to be it, or or if you don't if you don't win this game, it's going to be it for you, bro. Oh yeah, I mean, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves now. Right, right, we are. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if it comes down to that, if it comes down to that last, yeah, I got to think the Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions in what's virtually a playoff playoff game, play in playoff game. Yeah, at home. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I'll sign up for. Let me. I'll tell you what. Sign me up for that right now. Sign me up right now that that's that that has to happen. And I'll and I'll bet I'll take the I'll I'll take the Packers over the Lions ten times out of ten in that game. Right now, watch I'll be watch it'll happen and they'll lose and I'll be like oh my god. 
Well, they got to beat Miami first, and they have to. Right. They have to. Now, now they have to. Now they have to. Now they have to fight both of us picking against the Packers. In addition well, to I that, I mean, only, I mean, objectively, I don't know how you pick the Packers this week. No, they have to play. I mean, can they win? Yes, we. I spelled out how they can win. They have to hold the ball, make no mistakes, and hope Miami makes a couple mistakes. Can all that happen? Sure, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to pick it to happen. Yeah, difficult. Difficult, not impossible, but very difficult. So that's where we'll leave it. Again, once again, welcome back to the show, Mark. I will. So I'll have quick slants up after the game with a little Christmas Day (coughs) recap and what happens with the Packers and the Dolphins. I will be on hiatus next week. So filling in for me along with Mark is going to be Jacob Westendorf, also of the Pack-A-Day podcast. You'll get to listen to the two of them. Together and who knows? Maybe I'll get voted out, and it'll, it'll be the two of you on Thursdays. <laughs> I don't think that's going to. Happen. So we'll find we'll find out. But uh, it's again good to have you back. Uh, wishing everybody a very very happy holiday, a merry Christmas, and everything else that you celebrate. And hopefully, it's a good day of football, and if nothing else, time with family and some good food. So everybody, take care of yourself. Have a good rest of your week. Happy holidays, and as always, go pack, go. the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done